All right, we are here in Studio B. It's past the mic for Friday, March 17th. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy second day of the NCAA tournament. Mike Piotta here. Joining me across the table, Mr. Michael Gerasi. I want to say a little something that's long overdue. The disrespect to women has got to be through to all the mothers and the sisters and the wives and friends. I want to offer my love and respect to the end. Ooh, a little uh, shout out to the females. What month is it? It is March. March is reading month. Reading month. Uh, Women's History Month. Yeah. Um, shout out to the females. Um, in Vogue. <laughs> it's the Beastie Boys. Oh, the Beastie sure Boy. shot off their <laughs> Ill Communication album. I'm curious, uh, the listeners out there, if they got that one. Now, that's is MCA's. That a deep, is that a deep track? Uh, no, but that's a deep part. And you know what it was? Okay, so that was MCA, who's passed now, passed okay. on. May he rest in peace, prayers up. Another t- another deceased person, Martin. Yeah, so. God, we're old. Um, but anyway, it was almost like that part was almost an apology for their 80s, you know, and not even ex- exploitation of women, but just the 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 notion, like, you know, party for your right to uh, party. What is the song? Fight for your right Fight to party. Fight for your right to party, sorry. I got that one. Jeez, oh, Pete, what's wrong with me? So anyway, um, and, you know, just the notion of, of women, uh, again, ex- exploitation is too much because they really didn't do that. But that was their apology for how they – Sometimes presented women in their videos. Yeah, a lot of videos in that era, especially like the 80s heavy metal rock. Yeah. A lot of videos. And they had a song, No Sleep Till Brooklyn, uh, that references a woman in a a not-so-nice way. Um, So that was was MCA's apology on behalf of the Beastie Boys. Pretty cool. Nice. A little deep. Yeah, Yeah. there we go. Sorry, I was wrong with the in vogue. Um, I broke my streak. Broke my streak after the uh, Pitbull. Is it a streak when it's only one? I I don't think so. Um, But last week's episode, a lot of uh, praise for last week's episode. First of all, big shout out to our GEA Elementary Member of the Month, Mr. Tom Pack. Tom Pack. He made a nice visual photo collage. And this looks to be like a talent he has. I noticed our kids went to their, our student council kids went to read. He did some photo collage work with that well. I've heard Tom is is just uh, almost a savant with that type of stuff. Yeah, He's so good. I mean, he made a – and I didn't mean to knock him, but I'm like, this is like the perfect – We almost, I almost want to like have him do it for every episode. Yeah. Like, you know, like make a photo collage of all the – he had like pictures of the, car, the Cardinal Council, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Irish meal, a Guinness, right? Well, like, uh, Rocky George would be okay with his spot being <laughs> with, taken, taken over. Taken over. And then, like I said, the only thing that was missing was Pitbull, and then he made another image <laughs> with Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide, that said, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, he did a great job. Um, and a Coach Tony had a great comment. He mentioned about the officiating. He responded to your question about officiating. I didn't see that. What did he oh, say? Oh, it was on the Facebook page. He just mentioned that he doesn't have any problem interacting. And I know Tony's, full disclosure, I didn't see that. Wow. Tony's son played JV basketball, played basketball yeah, with Nate. Great kid. And Tony, yeah, Austin, great kid. Tony, you know, and Tony in the crowd is great. He, he, he's not a, he'll, he'll call out, you know, double dribble, and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff he sees, but he's never obnoxious or rude about right. it. And sometimes I think, and I don't even think. I think sometimes, you know, he's yelled out three seconds, and he's gotten that three seconds call for us. Tony's really? a sharp guy. And he just sort of says, you know, there's nothing wrong with banter, and but he's never, I don't think I've ever been, he's never been one of these people, like, screaming three seconds or. Yeah, I don't think know. he he doesn't have it in him to be that way. No, no. He know, but he knows the game. He knows the game very well, and he had a great comment there. But, again, the main focus, listen, the main focus was Evie. Crampton, who was a yeah. great guest. We got yeah. people just say that she sounds like a natural third party. Sure. Um, that was another thing Tom Pack acknowledged right away. He's like, I'm bumped. My little rain is the <laughs> number did. three guest. Got he bumped did. to four. Her, their event at Little Caesars Arena went great. Mm-hmm. They finished the season undefeated. They finished in a tie with Woodhaven down there. Even though we had a snow day that Friday, they still got the carnival off. Went. They did a great job. Yeah. Made a, a lot of money for Special Olympics and for their program. And uh, Mr. Rice and I, Dr. Rice and I did the Polar plunge through the slip and slide, uh, inflatable slip and slide. We're both alive to 
Yeah, it was kind of cool watching you do that. Uh, I've heard my daughter Natalia did it. I wasn't able to go. My my Melina had a soccer game out in Wixom, but I um I, I wa- and Natalia said that was the coldest she's ever been in her life. Uh I've been colder. Really, I think of like along the lines of like an outdoor football game or something. You're being wet and cold is, is lousy. I, I, maybe because it was just a few minutes, and I I brought a change of clothes. Yeah, and like got out of that. But but all for a good cause. And again, Evie did a great job. If you missed the episode, check it out because she does talk a lot about how she got started in the Special Olympics, how much fun this unified program has been. It's just a really great episode. I'm not just saying that to plug us because it no, really wasn't us. It was absolutely. Evie. It was totally her and. Uh, so a couple things. First off, Antoine corrected me on something. I couldn't remember the old school rap station. It's called Rock the Bells. Okay. Uh, Deontay, and this is not meant to be inappropriate at all, said he wants – that was the best episode we've done. He would love to go to Africa with Evie. Oh, uh, nice. You know, it was kind of neat hearing that. Now, I don't know who it was. I don't know. It might have been on my text thread. So many things have happened at once here. I had a little bit of a rough day today. But um, somebody suggested she's our what, Robin, Robin Quivers. Quivers. Yeah. Was that was that the Ren dog? I can't remember. I think that might have been Tom Pack. Is that Tom? Tom Pack, yeah. Yeah. So who's Howard Stern and who's Jackie the Joke Man or uh, Fred? Fred Norris is not. I, I'm making you Howard Stern. Oh, okay. I wish I had his hair. Yeah. Um, and his height, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, just a great show. And again, and again, the message of the show. Not that Evie's not a great messenger. It just it, it, you could not have not had a good day putting that show on. I just felt great leaving that yeah. day. And then you tie it in with the, the events the next two days, even though it was the snow day. All day on that snow day, I was sort of like, oh, man, what a bummer. But it, the event ended up going on. And yeah. it was still a very good turnout. It actually, right. what, what a weird snow day. Like by noon, it was uh, melted and gone. Yeah. So I was happy. I was quite happy. I'm not going to complain. So uh, that's going to bring me to our uh, my mic of the week. And oh, I'm going to throw a little curveball here. Um, you can either call me, let's call it a strike or call it a, a ball. I don't know. Um, and this is going to be a first uh, for the mic of the week, I'm going to tie into your our Women's History Month, and I'm going to bring out a Michelle. Oh, Are you okay with that? I'm good. Okay, so my and I'm reading her autobiography right now. Uh oh, a former first lady. Oh man, um, born in the South Side of Chicago. Um, never met her. I met her husband at uh, the tarmac at uh, Detroit Metro Airport. Born January 17th, 1964, is Michelle Obama. All right, Michelle Obama, our first female on the ball of. Mike's and Michael's, I think we can allow this. And I think, you know, just, uh, and so far I'm only very early into her book, but, um, you know, uh, very, just an intelligent uh, uh, woman. Her brother, former college basketball college coach, basketball I think he's coach. like the director of the College Basketball Coaches Association. Is he really? He was at Oregon State, right? Like Oregon, I believe. Oregon. Okay. Do you know the story when he first met Barack, what they did? No. They played basketball. Oh, really? They did. And um, he says. Brock was okay, um, and he he accepted him because of that. He was okay. He was pretty yeah, good. That, that was the test to get into the. Yeah, he's a lefty. Maybe it will be in her autobiography. I'm guessing it is. I'm I'm hoping to finish it up this week. So, uh, welcome to the wall, Michelle. Yeah, uh, well deserved. Sorry, well deserved as our first female. So yeah. All right, this week, um, a lot of talk. We've sort of hinted at this in other episodes, but I just sort of wanted to get your input and thoughts on. Um, and I'm going to have some my own things to speak on it um, in a wide range of areas, but. It seems now more than ever, and I, you know, even after the elections, like uh, public education, it always seems to be a, an attack point at various points because obviously it's a large part of any budget. There's money going into it, and so I get it. I mean, I'm not sitting here saying it should be a free for all and no oversight or anything like that. I'm not ignorant to sure. that. I, we're government employees sure. when it comes down to it. I totally understand. But I, I just sort of wanted to get your input. We get texts. We get a lot of texts sometimes and emails from our old boss, Mr. Bill Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Um, 
with these news headlines or whatever, and just like attacks on public education and sort of what you're, and again, I'm not even here to talk and comment necessarily on the attacks, but mainly like what you're feeling right now as someone that's been in this, you know, you're two thirds of the way, right? In your yeah. Career, we've done roughly, this before. Yeah. We're entering the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, how does it compared to earlier in your career? How does it feel? And, uh, where do you th- see things going into your last quarter of in your career? And also maybe we're both parents. We both are parents of public school kids, mm-hmm. right? We're on both sides of this, right, right. quote unquote, wall, I guess. I don't know. I don't want to use wall, but both sides of this argument. How do you feel as a parent? So with that, what do you, I guess it's just like an open floor for you and how you feel. And then I'll tell you what I have. Mm-hmm. I have some notes on different aspects. So, so we are, we have become this, uh, obviously we're a polarized country, right? That, that doesn't. Everybody knows that. So yeah, we fight over a balloon. Yeah, <laughs> we fight over beer selection. We fight yes, over music. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the fact of the matter is, we have become. This has become the central battleground. In, in a lot of ways, you know, I, I think the Virginia election kind of w- was hinged upon yes. public education, and we, as a result, are in a position where we have become much more politicized here, or it has become much more politicized. I don't think we have than ever before. It is much more uncomfortable teaching social studies right now than it was at any point in my career. And that includes, you know, we've had, you know, the Iraq war was a pretty divisive war. Yes. I never felt this uncomfortable teaching at that time. Uh, Now, especially in the social studies area, it is absolutely almost impossible to get through most lessons, um, I, I, I don't want to say most, but to get through a school year without generating whether it comes from sources used, whatever, some sort of controversy amongst parents. I can give you some silly examples. I'm not going to. I'm not going to violate FERPA, but the fact of the matter is I have had more angry parents in the last few years, or at least inquisitive, and there's nothing wrong with that, Uh but at times I feel like my integrity is being questioned on things because of the fact that this is we have, our field has become much more politicized. And to go even a step further, in specifically my subject area, so the teaching of history now has become political. And, you, you know, I have people who I, I feel pretty comfortable with my knowledge of history who will question me, friends sometimes, on what I know about things versus what they know. And it gets a little frustrating. Uh, they question me about what's going on in the classroom. And I think COVID exacerbated it that much more. And I guess what I would say, there is a meme that went around Facebook from public teachers. And I don't like, I generally don't like public school teachers. I generally don't like memes, but I love this one. If we could really brainwash your kid, wouldn't we brainwash them to do their homework? Not have their phone out. Not have their phone out. Like if we were really capable of doing that, wouldn't we make our lives in the classroom what we're here for as opposed to indoctrinating them in some, I mean, just to tell you, like, even as a parent, like I would like to brainwash my son to clean his damn room. Yeah. Right. You know, you know, know, sorry, I was a little late on that. Ever since last week's episode, we, (laughs) we got to keep the family friendly as slow. We got to get Wally in here. I didn't know, uh, I, I didn't know I just, that was there. I'm sorry, okay. that was like a little bit, but yeah. but then I'll you know I'll, I don't mean to hijack your. No, it's thing, all right. Go but, ahead. Um, you know, and I and I totally agree. The job is much more difficult. And again, I have no. You know, we always sort of say at the high school, we sort of for years we'd always say we sort of regret that parent involvement drops. Yeah. You know, remember like elementary, everyone's involved. Right. And you get, right. And then all of a sudden, middle school, it it drops a little, and then hunt, and then high school, it sort of disappears. And I have no problem. You know, a parent. You know, you should be 
uh, you know, inquiring about like what's going on in school. Right, right. I, I want to make that perfectly right. clear. Absolutely. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. The issue that I I bring forth is that not and as a parent who's my daughter's done, so she's gone through all thirteen years of school here in Gibraltar. My son is nearly done. He's at the last part. I've never questioned a lesson or my co- my coworkers here I know are they're, they're what they're doing is twofold they're preparing them with the subject matter to succeed at the next level and then they are also doing some things to make sure that they are good citizens just being good people and more so more so on the academic but I expect that at some points you know sure. like to, to correct people when they're they're not doing well and and, and that's in in seeing a and the problem with this, and this is the problem with most of the things, and we can joke around about the balloons and the, uh, you know, all these sorts of other things. One little thing happens, and it may not even really happen, but let's just say one little thing happens in a school in, up in New York City or in San Francisco or L.A. or in Chicago or somewhere. One thing happens in yes. this one school, which we don't know the background of this school. Mm-hmm. Is it a public school? Is it a charter school? Is it is it a private school? Is it who is this person? Was it a rogue employee that went, you know? And it, it goes on a news station or it goes on a news story and all of a sudden it becomes a national cause of like – and right. I'll use like one of these goofy examples like the litter boxes in bathrooms that became like a thing like because students wanted to identify as animals. And now every parent thinks that this is happening in every school right. across the country. Right. And, and, and I'm not just using that as school. That's the same example with any sort of story. Heck, the balloon that they shot over Lake Huron mm. was people – you know, it was a hobbyist right. balloon. Right, Okay? Like – like so, with any of this stuff, you just sort of gotta take a deep breath and understand and say, "This is not real life. Right. Like, this is not happening." Now, again, in a, involved in a local school or whatever, it could be. But again, a lot of this stuff, it, 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 it's it's like you know, I saw a meme talking about memes on Facebook. I didn't realize that um, it was train derailment uproar is over and bank. Implosion. Yeah, no, or, right. now it's bank implosion. Right. It was like my joke about egg prices. Like eggs were a couple bucks now. Right. When I went to right. like it's every week. It has to be something story that we have that... to be upset and angry about. And I feel like education gets latched into it when ninety eight percent of the time, everything that is going on in school is perfectly fine. The, the, the you're, you're dealing with good people that are doing their job. They're not trying. I'm not trying to brainwash anybody. Right. All right. I don't. Do you feel insulted by any of this personally? I I don't. I don't. And. Because I, I tend to believe that – because here's my thing too. A lot of times, a lot of the uproar and the, the, the banging of the pots and pans, I want to sort of say, sure. they aren't even parents of kids in the school community. True, very true. It's just people that I hope to God one day that I have enough free time yeah. to be this concerned about stuff right. that I have no attachment to. Sure. Not because I'm going to go do it, just because that means I have a heck of a yes. lot of free time. Because yes. there's going to be one day when my kids are adults and <laughs> – and if something's crazy, I'll be like, man, I wish I had this much free time yeah. to go to a school board meeting or go to a rally right. somewhere. Like, right. I can't wait to be having yeah. that much free time. I agree. Like, read a book. Write a book. Go to the nature reserve and go go to an animal. Go, You know what? Go to, a, like, a rescue and volunteer. Like, do it for some good because I, I, I'm not offended by it because I think, like, most – and I think even most people – even if someone does get upset about something, if you were to sit and have a conversation for a few minutes and show them what's sure. going on, I think most – Common sense right. will play out for the most part. Now, I haven't experienced, you know, I put in here in my note books, library books in my position, you know, and again, 
and this may, I don't want to offend anybody, but this is my, my feeling on a library book. And again, I, I'm very confident in my selection process here. Mm-hmm. My feeling on a library book, it's different from a book that's a required reading in a classroom, which by the way, in our district, I think we're really good about, even when there is required reading in a classroom, they have alternates sure. or this or that. Nothing is shoved down anyone's throat. Mm-hmm. But a library book to me is something different. Parent mm-hmm. A cannot come in here and say that this book shouldn't be on. I find this offensive. But what if my what, I'm going to use my own son or your daughter yeah. here? If Natalia Gervasi, you have no right to say that Natalia Gervasi can't check out this book. Right. Your son. If, now I have no problem. You tell me you want me to black uh, blacklist a book or flag a book that your son brings up, and then so I haven't been hit with anything with that. But to me, when you start saying this isn't acceptable for everyone, I, I when it's a choice option, and again, but it's not. It's not here. I I, I think that if people just take a deep breath. And I think if they, and then, and this is like one of the famous statistics with public schools all the time, right? Like where they do these surveys. What's your thoughts on public education? Oh, it's awful. Like I'm going to give it a D. Yeah. You know, what's your thoughts on your local school district? Right. Oh, it's an A or B. Right. It's great. Right. That, that's, it's the same thing with yes. congressmen, right? Yes. Everyone hates right. congressmen and women. Yes. What's your thought on the House of Representatives? Oh, they're awful. I hate them all. The D minds. What's your thought on your local representative? Oh, yeah. geez, it's great. Right. <laughs> well, and, and you know, the other part is, I, I, Personally, for me, it's only happened a few times. I, it hasn't. It's probably more. I, I'm I'm more thin skinned than you are. You know, we both know that. But you know, our principal Jessica Schultz told me something when she first started. If you start from the premise that they want the same thing for their kid that you want for yours, you know, it you'll take it less less personal at that point. So when it has happened to me, and it has always been resolved calmly, rationally, and and. and for, for everybody's happiness, but I, I've starting from that premise, I am able to sort of breathe when it happens a little bit more now than I was five or six years ago. Yeah. And but like again, I said, and, I, and again, I truly have less of a problem with people that it's actually their kids. I, I guess I just want to make that clear. Yeah, right. When they have, if they're, if they're, uh, trust me, I'm a parent. I get it. If you're fighting for your kids or you're, you know, you're, wanting to be out there and advocating for your children. Sure. I get it. What right. parent doesn't want to do that? Right. My problem is a lot of these third-party yeah. individuals that are doing it, and I don't know what the I don't know what the incentive is. I don't know if the incentive is they feel like they're needed, or they because to me, like I think it's political in nature. It I think is. It's, it it's is, a goal of I mean, overturning something. It or, is, but I mean, you'll often find that you know sometimes people that don't have a horse in the race. There's other ulterior motives, which could be anything from financially sure. or. Or they, you know, they're hopping from point A to point B. This right. is the this is the cause of the day. This is you know, is a, the egg prices are today, but tomorrow I'm going to be flying high in the balloon. You know, yeah. the, it, it is there. You know, so um, again, I, I think the last election in this state sort of tampered it a little bit. I think people realize there are more important issues. I think most people realize. I think whether you're here in Woodhaven, Gibraltar, Woodhaven, Flat Rock, I think people are happy with what they have. And if on a case by case basis, if something comes up. They'll have that discussion, and most people around here are pretty sensible. Sure. They'll have that discussion and say, "Hey, you know, okay, well, we can work around this. What do you want to do? What do you, you know?" And and that's we need to do that with more problems instead of throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Right. I guess you know, like just this doesn't work and throwing it out there. I see messages, you know, and, and again, you know, the solution, uh, the solution that I see, homeschooling is not easy, right? Like especially, and, and I'm not, and this is not to knock elementary. But especially once you start getting into the secondary level, mm-hmm. like it, it, it I, I could never do it. I and I have it. a teaching degree. Like I, right. I, I, and I, and again, I couldn't do it elementary. I'm not even going to act like I could have done it elementary. Right. I wouldn't want to do it. No. And 
here's the other thing, and this is the, um, you know, I don't know, I'm, I hate, we always seem to like, you know, the baby in the bathwater, I'm going to say canary in the coal mine. There, we've had the Evie's first episode. There is nobody going into this field. Yeah. This is not helping. Right. This at all. Right. The job is yes. hard enough. Yes. The requirements to get the job, while there are some other alternate routes to education, and, you know, the job is hard enough. The the initial salaries and stuff, the no longer having a pension is not as great as it once was. Yes. There is, and, and, we, and we've talked about this. We, we recently had contract negotiations. In the next five to 10 years in this district yeah. here, there is going to be a third of the staff probably retiring. I mean, yeah. it's just factual. It's numbers. I don't know, based upon the current number of applicants, how that works. Yeah, if you want it to be, if you want to be really scratching the bottom of the barrel, we can get very cliche imaginable here. Yeah, in the next ten, fifteen years, you know, that's what you need to do. Just keep attacking. And the numbers are the numbers. The numbers don't lie. Right. The number of right. when we were going into college of ed programs, they were just starting that decline. Yeah. Right. Like yes. they were like because before us, like the four or five, six, seven years before us, it was like, oh my god, you're never going to get a job. Right. It's crazy. Right. Everything. I mean, we talked about this when yeah. I tried to when I went in. That's why I started with computer science. And then as we started going through school, there was a little bit of. Oh man, the numbers are starting to go down a little bit, and then all of a sudden, once we got about ten years in, the numbers bottom bottomed fell out. out yes. Bottom fell out. Yep. Like, and and schools are suffering because of this. Universities, yeah. the the Mac schools, the Centrals, mm-hmm. the Westerns, the Easterns, which were heavy education right. schools, are they're seeing a drop in numbers, but they're seeing a big drop in numbers in their college of ed. Yeah, because kids are just like. And again, and believe it, we don't sit here and bad. I don't ever bad mouth the kid that says I'm going into education. Right. I just say good for you. Right. I, I'm, you know, here's here's my advice. Sure. You know, but for the most part, it's very few kids that are going to come up and say, "Oh, I'm, I, you know, I can't wait to go get this teaching degree. Where, you know, where should I go?" And we talked about this too, like Michigan State. All of a sudden, they rolled back. It's not a year of student teaching. Like it's right. It, the writing is on the wall, and and I think that uh, you know the, the if if. If the job itself is difficult, which it is, and that's fine. We've accepted that. We knew mm-hmm. that. But if the job is difficult and then the PR against the job right. is difficult, right. like then what? what? Then what? And, and again, we talked about this before. Same with police. The job being, yeah. being a police officer is very difficult. Mm-hmm. The PR with most police yeah. officers, unfortunately, is not good. So again, we can't find police officers. We wonder why. It's yeah. not always, we said this before, it's not always about pay. Mm-hmm. It's not always about right. pay because I see some of these starting salaries for like police these police stations you can do, but if you're going to be out there and just berate it all the time, right. like why? What, what what's the point? Yeah, why would you want to do? And it? we've said for years, if you're not enjoying the job, it doesn't matter what the pay is. Right. And so now you're going to start at getting this aspect of man, and not only you know am I uh, trying to do my job, but I'm getting bashed over you know a history lesson. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's, it's too bad. Anything else you want to add? No, I'd love to hear. I, I this is one. I'd love I would to just love, to, you know, I'd love to hear like how many people like on a. I would like to almost do that survey question. How happy are you with your local? Yeah, schooling? and I, I will say the other part of that is we, you know, what I I think we are both doing. It, we're getting mad about is the the small number of parents who get upset or people I shouldn't say parents who get upset with what's going on in the school and maybe we're doing the same thing and attributing this to everybody because of what we hear the noise we hear on television yeah. on the CNNs the Fox News MSNBCs whatever. And we're hearing that, and maybe we're making more of this than it, than it is. Because I have a feeling, I mean, the people that I talk to more often than not say nice things. Yeah, and I think, too, like, it goes, like, I tell the student council kids this after homecoming. Um, you know, we have a 1,000 people that go to the dance. You're the, so that if, you, if nine people come and say the dance sucked, 
and, you know, they started yeah. murmuring to you, and the music sucked. Right. You know, I didn't have a good time. The dance sucked. Nine people come and do that, but that's all you hear, yeah. right? You don't hear from 980 yes, other kids. Exactly. Said, Man, homecoming was a blast. Exactly. And I think we get punched in the gut a little bit about those nines. So I try to tell the kids, you got to listen to it. You got to hear it. That's fine. And right. they might even have like a legit, legit concern, but you also didn't hear from 980 people exactly. that may have not had a awesome time, but they also didn't have a bad time. Yeah. You just have yeah. them. The, you know, it is what it is. So I right. think, and it's, but again, that's human nature. When you know, being criticized, no matter, especially when it's something, again, we are passionate about our jobs. We mm-hmm. love our jobs. That's part of why we do this. We spend an hour or so after work one day a week to talk about it. So not only, it's not just a job, we're passionate about what we do. We have aspects of what we do that we, it's part of us. It's who we are. And when someone starts attacking what you do, when you have no harm intended, right? It, that, that is, that is what, however thick your skin is, that's going to be a punch, punch to the gut. Absolutely. And some people can't handle it. We can handle it. Yeah. Like I said, we're veterans. We, we've been around and, but I can understand. That's why, that's why it goes back to my thing about new teachers, man. It, it, that right. is an additional, back when I was starting, you know, like it, you didn't really have that. So good point. Very yeah. well done. All right. Overrated, underrated. Um, I wanted to, we were, I was thinking about doing carnivals. We talked about that because of Evie's thing, but I'm going to pull off on that a little bit yeah. because the Oscars were this, the Ren Dog's big thing. He's a big movie guy. The mm-hmm. Oscars were this last weekend. Did not watch. Nor um, did I. But I thought it'd be overrated, underrated award shows. All right. Mm-hmm. Any, just lumping them all together, music, film, TV, theater, the Tonys. If you're a Broadway guy, I don't know what your uh, preferences are. Screen Actors Guild Awards. There's so many of them out there. Yeah. So with that, what is your overrated for awards shows? All right. So I, listen, I could give a hundred and yeah, truly like I, I, the overrated was not hard. For yeah, this. It really. I, no, what was hard was coming up with one because to yes. me, it, every aspect of it is overrated from the awards that nobody's heard of to, you know, just a ton of things. But I... The part that, I, again, I don't even know if this is overrated or if it's just overdone, but when a person wins an award and comes up and thanks everybody, and 99 times out of 100, you haven't heard of the people they're thanking. <laughs> I'm just like, what are we watching? What, yes. what are we doing here? I like when the music plays and they cut them off. They, right. That's my favorite part. But I just, like it's like, too long. Like, I, 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 like thank your family. Thank, yeah. yeah. Thank God if you, you know, Jesus, yeah. whatever. But. Man, to thank everybody that nobody has heard of, to name people yeah. that nobody has ever heard of, to me, that's the most over. And again, this was hard. I'd like, I had to think of a oh, yeah. hundred things, but this is the hardest part. So, All right. Yeah. I, that's a good one. I like that one. And you're right. Uh, and again, um, my overrated is that there are just way too many of them. I swear there's like eight different country music award ones. Yeah. I'll like, all of a sudden it'll be like May and they'll be like, it's the AMC country music awards. I'll be like, all right, good. Country music's done. Then right. all of a sudden it's two months later and they're like, it's the, it's the, uh, you know, uh, I don't even know another one, yeah, you know, right, like, right, enough, yes. but for some reason country, like country is like eight different awards. I'm like, why are there so many country awards to be? There's one coming up this week. I think on CBS. Yeah. Like yeah. the AMC awards. There's the billboard country award. Like they have their own wing of awards. So <laughs> I think let's just again the Oscars for movies, the Emmys for television, and the Grammys, Grammys for music. Yeah. And then you got it. And maybe right. the Tonys for theater. I guess it's its own thing. That's fine. So four. That's all you need. Yeah. I don't need the Screen Actors right. Guild Award. Right. The Country Music Awards don't need to happen. You have the Grammys. Yeah. Let it have a category right. of country music. I don't need to see Garth Brooks getting a Lifetime Achievement Award, his fourth one from some other random thing. 
All right. Like I don't, the, the Dollywood, you know, Dolly Parton awards. There's just way too many. I don't watch any of them. My wife is one of the people that watches. She used to watch the red carpet show and all this. I, okay. I get it. I'm not, not the Oscars are the Oscars. I mean, the, the, there's the standards, you know, the Oscars. Yeah. I like the Emmys. The Emmys, you know, are pretty cool. Like with television and the Grammys are the Grammys. You know, if you're a music, I guess back in the day, the video music awards was a good one. Like the MTV. MTV that? Yeah. that always signaled the going back to it school. It did always. Yes. It was always going back now, to school. Yeah, I, I did like that one. Now, I haven't watched it in years. Do they still um, do it? I think the, the VMAs oh, are there still. I, I'm going to guess. Listeners, yes. is that yeah. still a thing? I don't even know. Now, speaking of awards, I'm going to I'm going to digress for a second. Did you see any of Chris Rock's stand up? No, I didn't. I did. Oh, it did man. pop on my Netflix. I hear. I heard that it was pretty Ooh, good. It's he pretty, is. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, he's held that in for a good he has. year. I, I would not want to piss that guy off because. No. <laughs> <laughs> The listener can't hear this. The look on your face. <laughs> I was way late on that one. Yeah, but the look on your face, you look I feel, horrified. I feel like Howard Stern for sure now. Um, but man, I, I would not want to make him mad because yeah. he well, is I mean, that was a brilliant. Lot. That was oh, a lot. Yeah. That was a lot. And, uh, you know, I, I wasn't watching that live, but I remember we were in Europe, right? Yeah, we when were. That happened. Yes. And I sort of was on my phone we and I'm like, I, France, I think, yeah. yeah, we were like looking through it and. I hope, I really do hope Will Smith and him make up. I don't. Um, no? I don't think, I, if I was Chris Rock, I wouldn't accept it. No? At all, ever. But he knows what Will Smith's motive was. He knows it was frustration. In his, I'm not excusing it. I'm not. But I I, I, I think. Hey, hey, let me just t- say something. Okay, go if ahead. I ever have Will Smith money, whatever happens in my life, I'm going to roll with it. You're it's good, fine. Yeah. That's part, it's part of owning that fame. And Chris Rock, you know, that's the, the, he, he, this guy's the king of comedians. Yeah, I agree. I, I really like both guys. And to me, this is the one. I mean, Will Smith is you know the whole situation with his marriage and stuff like that. It, it looks kind of it looks bad. I mean, not kind of. And I'm sure the major motive behind him doing that was was just that in frustration. But I, I think he's always been a good guy. He's always been down. I understand that. That's why it was such a. It was, weird, and it was a weird he thing. did a Daily Show interview. I believe that was his first one where he really talked about it, and you could just see it, it's killing him. Yeah. And you hate, I mean, one, well, making a bad, you that's know, fair, we've that's said, fair. you know, making bad choices, yeah. is, okay. but again, just too many, get it down to the core four yeah. and make them well done. And just gosh, man, and country music, cut it out, man. <laughs> I mean, there's, you know, it's, it is what it is. All right. What is your underrated? This was harder. It was. And I, I think we might be going the same yeah. direction on this one, but I, I think of Holly Berry and full disclosure here to the listener. We decided to do this show last minute today because we have time. We, we, yes. I was supposed to have more time to prepare, so I don't know, but I, I think of Holly Berry and I think of an Italian guy. That's the best I could say. It's an Italian guy who directed a movie and the excitement level when they won the award, it was so authentic and genuine. Those are the two that come to mind. I'm certain, 1,000% that there's been others, but that excitement level is so cool to watch when it's real, so that's my underrated. Yeah, great, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to piggyback right on yours. The the actor that just won Quan Best Supporting Actor. I don't have his first name in front of me either because I'm a little behind. Right, but he was in the Goonies and he was Harrison Ford yeah. uh, in the Indiana Jones. He won Best Supporting Actor here. I'm sure the Ren Dog will give us the full he, name. He will absolutely. Um, and his excitement and his interactions with other stars, and then more importantly, we talked a little bit like some of these subcategories that aren't celebrities. You know, the editors or musical scores or that sort of thing. These people that work behind the scenes, how excited. The pure joy, I think, when people get, especially first-time winners yeah. and, and, and big-time. Because, again, people can bash Hollywood and the elite or whatever, but this is still the equivalent of being recognized yeah. as the best in your right, field. Right. And don't tell me that 
you, you know, Joe Schmo at home, if you weren't getting an award as being the, you know, the most outstanding, you know, um, welder at this plant or the most ex- exceptional heating and cooling technician right. or the best, you know, school counselor that you wouldn't enjoy that moment and have some pride. And so, like I said, the, I think the names you gave, and I know exactly who you're talking about, are people that have waited long and lost many awards. Yeah. I know. And they finally get that one after the long stretch. Um, you know, I, 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 I can respect that and appreciate that. So I do like seeing that part in award shows, especially people that have, you know, these pe- people, this isn't luck, man. Like, right. You know, like a lot of right. you know, people, I, I'm never going to be one of these people that are like, oh, these pro athletes are so overpaid. Right. You know, they're so, right. like, these people, no, most people don't fall into, the people that do fall into celebrity, they're not winning Oscars or Emmys or, you know, go, you know, they're, they're yes, occasionally you'll get a doofus that somehow backdoors into a celebrity of, you right. know. You know, like, uh, what's her name from Dr. Phil, you know, Bad Barbie or whatever her name is. You know, I get it, you know, into a, mu- a little semi-music career. But she's not winning a Grammy. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, there's uh, – people still – I like people being celebrated. The best of the best Agreed. being celebrated. Agreed and I think that's very – that's an underrated element that sometimes people forget about. They think about all the glamour and the jokes and the, the opening monologue. But it is, what it really comes down to is – that's another thing. I guess just make the award show – like – Give us the winners. Let them speak. Yeah. And and then that's it. Yeah. Like, I don't need all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, who am I? All right. That is our overrated underway. We'd love to hear what people think. Rendog, I know you're going to have some input on this because you are a big award show guy. You're always tweeting about uh, the awards. Uh, what do you got for your hot mic take this week? All right. So before I get into this, I, I'm not – let me – explain and you don't need to be explain this but i think others do i'm not trying to gotcha you with the opening rap line oh, yeah. um you know my friend sean mentioned yesterday i wouldn't get these songs either except de la soul yeah and i ran into mandy scheffler today she told me the same thing she was so disappointed i know i know but anyway uh i'm not trying to gotcha you so this yeah. question i'm prefacing with that do you know who wally pip was wally pip um not off the name is not ringing a bell okay so wally pip uh got hurt and Lou Gehrig took his spot. Okay. Never gave it up. Uh, obviously, no, never. Didn't give it up till played yeah. all those games until Calvert can beat it. Um, so Lou Gehrig, baseball player, played all these games. Wally Pip lost his spot because he got hurt. And uh, there was the week I had COVID here. And Max Bailey wanted to ask, suggested that he take my spot. Oh, my goodness. So not to me. I, this is the first time hearing of this. And I, he might have been joking. I don't know. And yeah. I'm sure he's going to correct me on something here because – Max, but I'm curious. Like that was my Wally Pip moment. I, he might be better than me, so I don't want to. Oh, you didn't want to give up the seat. Yeah, dude. yeah. I, I almost think of like part of the. I watched part of the interruption for the first time in a while yesterday because yeah. I told him. I'm thinking of like when Kornheiser or Wilbon aren't there, they usually bring someone in. Yeah, and, and I they, think they're, those guys they bring in are pretty good. I yeah. like Wilbon and Kornheiser too, but yeah, yeah, they bring in you know the guy from my. I don't know names. I'm terrible yeah. names, but yeah, like do you, so. Is there, do you have a Wally Pip? Feeling like, like as oh, a librarian, replace me. Oh, as, in my way, my librarian yeah, position. Like if, or if I, if I, if I came in, it, it was, sat in librarian's it was, chair. One it day. was funny. We had a meeting the other day with Miss Conway, and she she mentioned you know we were talking about like upcoming when people are retiring. What we talked about earlier, sure. and she's like, you know, and I don't, you know, like one day Mike's going to retire. Like, how many people here have a library degree? I don't even know if anyone does. And there is someone down in the elementary, and I know some people here working on it. But I, I mean, listen, I, I. I I told I said this line. To, you know, remember Bill Stevenson's famous line: "There'll be school in the fall." Yeah. Whenever like the yeah. world with the earth was crumbling yeah. and right. the deficit was were huge, and Bill always had a line. I yeah. always loved this line: "There'll be school in the fall." And one day I'm going to retire, whether it be in November, or June, you know, depending on how I want to go. 
and the library will be open in the fall. And that's just sort of how I feel. I don't, I, I just sort of have this. Now, are you talking about like if I'm out for a week and somebody takes a spot? Yeah. And, and like, is there any position you do? This job? Yeah. And again, I, I'm fine with who I, I, yeah. I'm half joking, but I, I was curious. Like, I, Listen to Max and you. How would that have been for me? I don't know. Is that my Wally maybe, Pitt moment? Maybe do we need to take a week off? Someone take a week off and fill in? Well, we've already heard that Evie, our Robin Quivers, yeah. is uh, like very good at doing this. So we have this. Max and Dr. Rice? Oh, I don't know. How would they do? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you what I feel about <laughs> All right. So <laughs> you really like the beeper. Uh, all right. Hot mic take for me, and I don't know if I've touched on this before, but it happened. It, it, this has happened so much to me recently. Are you okay over there? Go on. All right, I'm going to go on this little tangent of grocery shopping. All right, and you know we've t- we've mentioned this in the past, like how bad things that have happened have somehow tell me it's had good results. And I my one thing I always go back to is 9/11, not having to go to the gate, not having to go to the, being able to go to the gate anymore. Right, like nine eleven. Yeah, you used to like if my wife was coming home from a flight, I'd have to pay to park, go, and that that ended that. Yeah, and it was like the greatest thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think back to like when the COVID shopping was at its weirdest with masks and everything. It really cut down, and if you saw someone you knew that you had, yes, to yes, you're and right. I sort of miss that. No offense to anybody that I run yeah. into at the grocery stores. I saw Rocco the other day. I you know, but like, man. Part of me almost wants to go back to wearing a mask and just cue my headphones and put my head down. I miss that. I, yeah. I, no offense. I just want to get my shopping done. Yeah, I agree. And get out. I don't like when other people are blocking the aisle yeah. and having a conversation. Like, I miss it. I hated shopping during COVID. I hated, sure. like, the whole shutdown period. Right. But one thing I liked is, yeah. hey, this is the new normal of shopping. If you see your buddy from somewhere, it don't matter. Give him a little wink or a nod, yeah. and you're not talking. Right. My other issue that sort of ties in with that, when you grocery shop, how often in an aisle does it take more than like, I'm going to say like 12 seconds to look at what you need and pick off that shelf? Rarely, if ever. Who are these people yeah, I agree. that are standing there? And I get it. America is a blessed country. Capitalism at its finest. Sure. We have 80 types of coffee yeah. and 30 types of pasta sauce. I get it. There's a lot. But you've been shopping. These people that are usually doing it, boomers. You've been around a long time. And you are. Rag, ragu and Prego, and they've all been there. The prices are nice and big. They're marked. You, you, Just pick it and move, please. Like, you, pick it, take the box, and move. I, I don't understand how anything takes longer than 12 to 13 seconds. I hope you don't get attacked at Kroger this week. I, 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 that t- I'd rather talk to people. I, I'll talk with 100 people in Kroger. But please, just get what you need and move. Don't. What are you staring at? at the, how many... It's Fruit Loops. It's Raisin Bran Crunch. It's this. You know which one you like. You know which one you want. Now, just grab it and move. You're holding me up. I don't. I don't understand. You're not buying a new car. You're not picking out a TV where there's all these different TVs. I don't. You know what the worst it. aisle is for that? The bread aisle. That that is the worst aisle for that. I, I don't mind if you're looking at dates for bread to get the the, the one that's going to last the longest, which I'll do. I mean, I'm going to want my but. When you're picking out, an, I, I, it baffles my mind. And to me, I, it happened the other day, and again, my parents are older. They're in this. It always seems to be in that age range. It always seems to be, listen, dude, the, there's cherry Pop-Tarts. There's strawberry Pop-Tarts. There's this, you've had them before. Take the one you want and move on. I, it, so I guess my grocery store beef this week is 
again, more so is the collect picking the item and just blocking the eye. I don't again what, average time. What do you say about ten twelve seconds uh, tops? Yeah. yeah. I, I, what when is, there's nobody in the aisle, I mean, I could just literally run yeah, through like and I grab run, what like I like. The other day, I, I did you know. Saw a different type of Lucky Charms, Lucky Charms chocolate graham or like s'mores. I'm like, oh, I'll try this. But I didn't sit there for like 45 seconds and say, do I want the red box, the original? No, wait a minute. The <laughs> s'more one looks pretty good. No, wait a minute. What about this one? No, I don't know. You know, like, my Lord. I think the correct term is get off the pot. Right. When did you discover this button? <laughs> I, I found it today when you were It was it today? Okay. Pre show. Okay. okay, okay so. gotcha. All right. Um, what do we? It's March Madness time. Big Ten with a big win right before we came on the Maryland, air. Maryland did they win? Maryland did, which was an upset. A lot of people had picked yeah, um, West Virginia. West Virginia, you uh, know, the wrong, to the wrong, the, the Rosens are going to be upset with that loss. I, I'm hoping Purdue. I don't know why because their coach kind of irritates me, but I, I just I always seem to pick them. I, I think Kansas is winning it. Okay, um, I'm going to be totally honest. We talked about this earlier. I have did not watch one full college basketball game this year. Okay, and like if I had to pick out a bracket. The old school. Remember, everyone used to do a bracket. Yeah. I, 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 it would be awful. It would, I would be like those people you joke about, with you know, um, you know, filling, you know, just pulling, what you know, numbers. Oh, I got to take a twelve over a five. Blah, blah blah. I, I just hope Michigan State wins their first game. You know, and they should. I think. I would think. And I guess I like. I would like Pitt. I'm cheering for Pitt. Shout out to Megan Biddle. Did they win yesterday? They, 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 they played. Play they won their play-in game. Yep. Okay. So shout out to okay. Pitt. I thought they. Um, and so I want them to do well. Game. And again, like the Big Ten, there's really no teams from the Big Ten that I dislike, um, that I don't want to to do well. So State does have a tough draw. USC game. And oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. Sure. I don't want Duke to win. I, I want them to lose as early as possible. I guess. I'm going to be like the famous, you know, back when I was the anti-fan of stuff, I, back when I was anti-Michigan. I'm, that's all me on Duke. Like, I want I want them to lose. See, I don't have – I have one friend that just, you know, when Michigan lost, he sent the text, NIT, NIT. So that makes me – he's a Michigan State fan. That makes me want Michigan State to lose more often. But there's really – you're right. There's nobody I hate. Dude. Yeah. You know. Well, I do. do, do. I, I, See, I, I, I don't hate them. I, I, I mean, I don't like them. But now with Coach K's gone, it's not. Yeah, it's still – I just – to me, it's just like it would make me happy. So. Yeah. All right. So, well, be safe. It is St. Patrick's Day if you're listening to this yeah. on your way to get some uh, – by the way – uh, that's the other thing I talked to the archdi the local archdiocese yeah. did not give the waiver, did oh, not so, give the oh. waiver. So make sure you do not have, uh, do not have corned beef Don't and cabbage. Corn beef tomorrow, you can cod, have cod, uh, but the, the local the, uh, if you live in the UP, Orange, if you live in the UP, their archdiocese did give the green light. Really? Yeah. So Orange have, have some moose. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, whatnot, but be safe, please, please, for the love of. In this day and age, with Uber yes, and yes. I mean back back, not Lift. that we're justifying anyone when we are younger, but back when we were younger, there's no such thing as cabs down right. You were you pretty much had to have a friend that was a good right. loyal friend or a parent that would come pick you up. Right. But in this day and age of Uber and um, yeah. Lyft, please, it is not worth it, man. And nope. for me that I have people out on the road that I know and love, it's not worth it. Like no. just just get have somebody be a driver. I mean, it, it, it's so much easier now than it was 10, 15 years right. ago. There's n- absolutely no excuse. And plus, like, financially and just even if you – eventually it's going to catch up with yeah, you. Yeah, it's it, not worth it. it. It's something I will never do uh, again. I'm not going to lie and act like – but, I mean, I haven't been – but I, it's just nothing I will ever risk right. in my life again. Right. So be safe. Happy St. Patrick's Day, and enjoy your weekend, everybody.